0: It's Monday, August twenty third, twenty twenty one. Coming up on the program today: butthole Chinese delivery, plus a creepy love song to a dead woman and her unborn baby. When your mobility scooting and racially slurring, and sadness turns to anger when no one will come wipe your ass. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents. Calling a stranger using audio clips of an angry black woman.
1: Hello. Stop fucking calling you. Tell your granddaughter, stop fucking calling here, man.
0: I don't even know your granddaughter.
1: Calm down, realize and recognize, bitch, who you talking to? Like I said, show oh place for show nothing. Honey, I'm not going to be sitting on this phone yelling you at your dumb ass. So... And you playing on my motherfucking phone. Are you, honey? I don't play on anyone's phone, honey. You're so unclassy. And you're actually disrespectful, honey. You ought to be ashamed. It's not how your mother taught you to talk. Oh, you wish you could fuck me, bitch, but you ain't got a dick to fuck me, uh, bitch. Oh, bitch, uh, you really... Uh, I, I take it you have a, a bad hearing problem. I'm in Compton. Bitch, I don't give a fuck where you are. Nobody bitch, call you. Somebody want to talk to you? You don't even sound attractive, bitch. Hey, bitch, I wasn't trying to be attractive, bitch. But I am quite sexy. Bitch, if I got your nigga, or I, my brother got your bitch. Now you tell your brother I said hello. You he have a sick dick? dick? Such so, a so dumb, retarded, high, drunk ass up. Whoever gave you this number needs to tell you not to call this phone no more, bitch, because I you fucking be with sick. the wrong motherfuckers. What the fuck, bitch? Like, I haven't fucking called anyone, bitch. I don't call people, bitch. People call me, bitch. No, don't call on Jesus, bitch. You better be calling on Eaglewood Park Cemetery, hey, fucking bitch, with bitch, how dare you put the Lord's name in vain, bitch? I know your mother didn't teach you shit. You sound like a fucking weirdo, you fucking whore. Oh, hey, bitch, I am a fucking weirdo, bitch. What you thought it was? Hello? Yeah, Hello? okay, Hello? bitch. Hello? You just want to be important, bitch. Evidently, you want, you know, somebody Hello? over here and they don't, they don't want your little ugly retorted sounds and eyes. stop playing on Hello? the phone. Hello? Hello? I bet you sound mad. <laughs> The Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Please, no confessions involving children. This is watermelon. I don't want to say. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy.
0: I just want to say, how dare you? All right, Tim, back here with you, starting off a new week of programs. Thank you so much for joining me. We begin today with a question: What's the mindset behind people? eating stuff coming out of other people's buttholes. I'm not talking about shit. That I can understand. You win to scat. Likewise, I'm not talking about eating ass. Although I do have questions there too. Is it like you're just preparing the ass for a fucking? That's why you're doing that? Or maybe you just like the taste? Or maybe it's completely for the other person's benefit. Whatever. That's a query for another day. I am talking uh, specifically about people shoving stuff in their butt and then shitting it out into another person's mouth. We've seen this countless times in videos featured on the podcast. Vlad is back, and he's providing another example. This is from Hunger FF, an amateur fist-fucking porn star we have played uh, a few times on the podcast. His poor butthole is very loosey-goosey. It turns inside out. If you look at it the wrong way, years of being fist fucked will do that to you. Anyway, uh, he's eating some Chinese food with a friend here. When he gets a crazy idea. Those look like they would taste great coming out of my ass. Those do. It looks like they're talking about some pot stickers or pork dumplings. I almost can't even focus on what's about to happen because gay number two's voice was driving me crazy. What affect? What do you call that? It's not vocal fry and it's not a lisp. But when he goes like, those do. Those do. I'm not even doing it right. It's like, those do. But it's like way gayer, right? It's like, those do. Is there a name for what's going on there? I've heard a lot of gay people talk like that. Those do. Why can't other gay people be more like me? I sound completely straight. And very masculine. (laughs) Okay, alright, point taken. I've got my own set of homosexual issues. (laughs) I giggle. And you know, only queers giggle. Anyway, I'm sorry. This uh, clip is not very long, but it starts out with a couple of guys deciding that the pot stickers would probably taste better out of another man's butt. Those look like they would taste great coming out of my ass. Those do. (laughs) Oh, God. Alright, I'm sorry I have to interrupt again, but I just have to paint a picture of what's happening. So we've got Hunger FF and his huge butthole, <laughs> hairy butthole, uh squeezing out pot stickers. The other guy, I guess, is going to eat them. I know this because he's holding chopsticks up to Hunger FF's butthole to try and catch the pot sticker. Let's see uh how he does. <laughs>
1: Oh, there we go. Perfect. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: He did not catch the pork dumpling with the chopsticks. It fell on the floor, which is like the second dirtiest place this pot sticker has been in a span of five seconds. Oh, oh there's more than one pot sticker in the butthole. He's squeezing out. There we go. Oh we And he's eating it. Oh, and there's a bunch of residual lube, like the stringy lube. There we go. Hanging oh, from it. Mmm. <laughs>
1: <It's> fucking delicious.
0: <laughs> now, a Hunger FF is just going to, like, squat over this dude's face and shit out the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Mmm. Um. I know this isn't fair because this is an audio podcast, but you can sort of hear the pop Um. Uh. right there when he lays the egg. (laughs)
1: Um.
0: Uh. Um. Oh my god, it is so fucking vile! I'm gonna make an animated gif of this so you can you can look you can see this for yourself. Follow uh, at extreme dv on Twitter. You go. Yeah, it's the only where, it's the only place I can post it and not get in trouble. Mm.
1: Oh, mm. it's so
0: gross. Mm. Oh, now they're making out, mm. and they've mm. got pork dumpling all over their faces. Well, this was definitely a uh, a specialty video from Hunger FF. Usually, it's just uh, all about him getting fist fucked. Here's a little bit of audio from one of his recent vids. Uh, Sounds very pleasurable. I may have misheard this, but I'm pretty sure he called out for Susan at the beginning of the video. Susan. That's very clearly Susan. Susan. I don't think Susan can help you now. You're on your back in a sling. That's a very vulnerable position. Meanwhile, there's a 250-pound guy shoving two fists in your ass. I'd be surprised if Susan is anywhere in the vicinity of this scene. Oh he's, just, he's, he's just getting punch-fucked. All right, so that's what Hunger FF has been up to. You can follow him on Twitter if you want to see some really graphic, sloppy, prolapsy fisting. By the way, I'm sorry, one second, what time is it? Hey, how about Panda Express for dinner? All of a sudden, I have a craving. Guess who's gonna eat an egg roll out of Lord Douche's ass tonight? This guy. You know, it's been a while. I'm not even gonna attempt a segue here. We're just gonna make a hard turn. It's been a while since I've featured some really bad music. So I've got a few clips. I don't know if you consider this a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee. This is a local Christian band doing a cover of a worship song called Give Thanks. And apparently the song is uh, saxophone heavy. They enlisted the help of a saxophone player who swore to God he was good and he knew the song. I'll let you be the judge how he did. Start with a little uh, keyboard solo before the sax comes in. I don't think anyone is giving thanks right now this is almost as bad as you know like an elementary school band recital I'm not sure when schools typically start with uh, with band but uh, in my school it was 5th grade and a lot of kids signed up for band in fifth grade because it meant that, like, for 45 minutes, you got to leave your normal class and go to band. And that was appealing to a lot of us. Many of these students have no business playing music. That was, that was me. And at the end of the year, they would have, like, this little presentation, this little program And it would be like a band recital where we would just play a bunch of crappy songs like Mary Had a Little Lamb and stuff and all the parents would would come and fucking have to sit through this. This is literally how it sounded. 60 students who really have no interest in learning music trying to hit some notes but ultimately not really caring so much about it. But but at the end of the first year, like going into into sixth grade, The number of kids who stuck with Ben was like half. It was like a 50% drop. I'm not really familiar with a lot of Christian music, and I was curious. What does... What does a good version of this song sound like? It doesn't sound anything like what we just heard. (laughs) Wow. Now that's a song Jesus could be proud of. Another great tune was found by our very own Miss May. Oh, my God, this is crazy. Do you guys remember Lacey Peterson? She was the, uh, the woman who, she was pregnant, and her husband murdered her. He went to the cops and was like, hey, my wife's missing. Something's up. Police were immediately suspicious of him. His name was Scott, Scott Peterson. One of the detectives was like, yeah, there is something weird about him. I don't know if he murdered her or not, but he was way too cool and calm about the whole thing. He didn't even want us to call him if we found out any information. He was just like, eh, I'll hear about it on the news one way or the other. I've got a busy couple of weeks ahead. Don't call me. I'll call you. Uh, No, apparently Scott was having like a bunch of extramarital affairs. Like I said, Lacey was pregnant with their kid. and He did not want to deal with that bullshit. Anyway, it was a huge news story at the time. It was back in the early 2000s, like 2002 or something like that. That brings us to Remembering Lacey, a song that was recorded in 2003. And according to Miss May, Remembering Lacey was written and performed by John F. Strand, a prison guard. Now, he wrote this song after Lacey's May 4th, 2003 memorial service. He says he wishes he would have been inspired to do this beforehand, though. Because he feels like this song is um, a song of comfort. Could have helped some people through this very hard time. Um, it's insane. Let's take a listen. Remembering Lacey, how her smile
1: would make you smile. Remembering Lacey, how she loved, there's no denial. Now the
0: angels hold her gently And little Connor's with her too Connor, of course, is the unborn baby that also died And she smiles and says, we're all right
1: And we send our love to you
0: I love that this guy, who really has no connection to Lacey Peterson Felt so moved, he had to write a tribute song but is also so narcissistic, he thinks his music is going to help people through this tough time. Style points are awarded because uh, he does a baby voice. Oh yeah, he sings as Connor here in a moment. The tears that fell made flowers bloom on earth in
1: heaven too. And little Connor runs and
0: picks them. Mama! these for you it's interesting because connor is an unborn baby so he wouldn't be able to speak at all but okay connor's dead his spirit is up in heaven you'd think connor would be able to speak proper english at this point like why would he be talking like a baby mama these for you right because he was an unborn baby in real life so either he's he can't speak or he can speak in heaven which apparently is not real life like well, you know what i mean like the the world of the living versus heaven above. As you gaze into the heavens, look, the Lacey Connor star.
1: <laughs>
0: this guy's a psychopath, right? He has an unhealthy obsession with Lacey Peterson. He ends strong, though. Come on, baby, bring it home. And we send our love to you. That's like the creepiest part of the song right there Is the whisper We love you Lacey
1: (laughs) We love you
0: It's a great song My only wish is that uh, he would have done The Connor voice a little more This is a genre I didn't know existed Tribute songs to murdered women Let's try to find some more of those Nicole Brown Simpson tribute songs maybe We love you there's got to be some Princess Diana tribute songs. We love you. Thank you. Aside from, you know, the famous one, like the Elton John Candle and the Wind song. Uh, every time I hear the we love you, it gives me creeped out vibes from when I was a child. And my weird ass neighbor, who was like 50 at the time and in love with me, even though I was seven, she blew out her birthday cake candles and said, uh, this one's for you, Tim. And then, like, gave me a ukulele or something. It was weird. She had a bowl cut. She looked like Bonnie Franklin from One Day at a Time. <laughs> That's right. I'm using One Day One Day at a Time as a reference. That show was off the air, like, before I was born. I do not expect any of you to know who the fuck Bonnie Franklin is. Or was. She might be dead. She's probably dead at this point. Moving on, I've got a new TikTok recommendation. You should all be following Captain Kool-Aid One. There is very little information about her, like no bio information on her TikTok page. And so far, all of her updates seem to come from the hospital. I don't know what's wrong with her. She's got the oxygen hoses in her nose. It may be COVID related. I think it's more than that, though, based on some of her recent videos. It's Sunday and nobody gives a fucking shit about me.
1: took a shit last night. And nobody bothered to wipe my
0: ass. So I'm still sitting in it. Story of my life. This kind of reminds me of the, uh, the the Stephen Asante video where he's upset because he's uh, he, he pissed in the bed and no one's there to clean him up. So he's pissed off at the nurses. Although this video has far fewer utterances of the N-word, which is appreciated. I swear to God, when I get out of here,
1: I'm suing this shithole. I'm leaving this Thursday. I ain't staying another week. They can kiss my ass.
0: I love it. Like, they're they're just keeping her there because they like having her. I guess that's her theory. She brightens up every room. She's got that megawatt, one tooth smile. Oh, yeah. She's another TikToker that's toothless. really seems like those are the only two type of people that are posting on TikTok. It's either you're a 12-year-old girl making lip-sync videos to music, or you're 55 years old And the only teeth in your head are rotting.
1: Tomorrow, I'm talking to the manager. Oh. And I'm going to complain that these goddamn cunts are too lazy to do their
0: job. I bet you she's talking about wiping her ass again. I just keep playing these videos to see if there's any where she's in a good mood. Guess what? What? I'm
1: suing every motherfucker for fucking me over.
0: I went through a bunch of her videos And she, she mentioned that she was on a ventilator For a week and a half So you can imagine why she's in the hospital Some of the comments are funny Like Caitlin writes in Hope you're doing good You seem like a very sweet person <laughs> Alright a couple other real short clips I ran across a video of a guy Attempting to have anal sex with a woman Who is deaf She ultimately does a good job Taking the dick But uh, when he first starts probing, it's a little painful. (laughs) I think she's saying bad there.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: she likes it. After that moment, I think her butt kind of just accepts the dick, opens wide. She's a good girl after that. What a smorgasbord of clips I have for you today. We're all over the map here. There is not a overarching theme on today's podcast, and that's okay. Uh, One more short clip, and then we will get into the news. It's another old racist white lady. They're a dime a dozen. I wouldn't even play this for you. But to me, this is hilarious because she's on a mobility scooter. And she just sort of, like, whizzes on by with her little one-liners, like, Go back to Pakistan! Right? And then she comes back. You smell like shit curry! The only thing I wish is that this clip came from, like, 10 or 15 years ago, back when mobility scooters actually sounded like that. Now they're so quiet. You can barely hear them. It would be way more funnier if you heard the... But you don't. All right, so here we go.
1: What's up you like? want to say it to my face? Yeah, I'll fucking say it to your face. You fucking ugly, packy. Fuck it out of my town. And what are you? And what are I you? You're know a you, you motherfucker. Get the fuck you out of my town. You fucking racist bitch. Yeah, I am. I'm fucking talking to You fucking racist bitch. Well,
0: you can't hear her. You can hear her getting quieter and quieter as she zooms away. She's still pretty loud. It's funny because every time she comes back, and she'll come back, you know, three or four times, she doesn't just ride her mobility scooter up in these people's faces. It's almost like she's doing donuts. She comes flying by and then does like uh, circles in her mobility scooter, so that you know, everyone can see her face and get the full uh, effect of her insults.
1: Nothing to me. You're fucking stinky. Look at
0: my feet. She's pretty reckless. You can kinda hear the mobility scooter as it's hitting bumps and potholes and stuff. I think she's got this thing souped up because she is flying. Nothing
1: to me, you're fucking stinky (laughs) fucks!
0: Here she's gonna hit the bum. Look who's
1: talking! Look at your feet. At my feet! Yeah, you know what? I'm a witch. We're supposed to be drowned, you dumb fuck. You know nothing about witches. You want to fuck with me? You'll oh, see what happens. I will fall
0: in the water. We're I'm not sure what her diabetic foot has to do with being a witch, but okay. i in Oh, fucking curry! All over my pack. The
1: spices, disgusting! And the fucking language.
0: She's not a fan of curry.
1: Disgusting. Fucking right, I am the Canadian here. Thanks, I'll guys. fucking speak my languages, Thanks, but guys. fuck you and yours!
0: But she keeps hitting that bump, man. She needs to be careful. No, this the the
1: this all over stupid. my God,
0: cool. This isn't a street that she's driving on, it's uh almost like a boardwalk or some sort of park. Chill out. What don't swear saying? in front of my daughter. Yeah, I have my daughter in my You head. know what? Oh. Don't fucking talk your language, you son of me then, And She's I you won't. Know I, I haven't heard them speak any language aside from English this whole time. <laughs>
1: my language. <Yeah>. Otherwise, fuck <laughs> you. Oh, her
0: I think her language is just a string of obscenities. That's what her language is.
1: <laughs> I I is Look here. at I you. Look here. at yeah. you. What a yeah. fucking yeah. fuck yeah. Are you fucking serious? Are oh, seriously country. Country. Are you oh.
0: How dare she insult how other people look? It's like, lady, they're standing up at least. They're able to walk. Oh, no. look at everybody, everybody around you! Why do fat women in mobility scooters always wear hot pink shirts? You know, like the, the, the big, oversized tarps. That, that cover their guns. These bitches are always in pink. Try black. It's slimming. Hey you are? What race you are? Do you know how many colored Canadian. people are around you right now?
1: Like, just go home. Oh, wow. I don't think
0: you're allowed to say that, how many colored people are around you. Look oh, all around you. You're supposed to say people of color. I mean, I understand you're from Pakistan or something, but still. Yeah, what so are you going to do if I don't go? North... I, North... North... I don't have
1: to go home. I am home, you
0: dumb fuck. I live on the boardwalk. I'm homeless. Get off of me. Cut off the language. Get off of me. <inaudible>
1: You're not supposed to touch me. No, don't, don't,
0: don't, don't. It's an old white guy confronting her. He's got his hand on her scooter, trying to reason with the bitch. I do too. Pretty much how the rest of the video goes. It's a lot of inaudible screaming and swearing. A resolution is not met. No one comes to um, an understanding or agreement. That tends to be the case with these racist tirades. Rarely is there a happy. I don't think I've ever seen a happy ending to one of these videos. I want to see one where uh, the racist person and the Pakistani person end up falling in love. At the very end, they realize I know why we're fighting. I'm so attracted to you And then they kiss Come on, give me that rom-com ending I'll be your old, crotchety, fat, diabetic Meg Ryan And you could be my Pakistani Tom Hanks Now there's a blockbuster Alright, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news Right now You are enjoying Distorted View Daily. Uh, I could sure use your help. Consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is our member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Well over 4,000 shows. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive programs just for Sideshow freaks. There's not a lot of advertising we do on DV. You'll hear some Adam and Eve uh, advertisements occasionally, but by and large... The only way this show continues is, uh, through sideshow memberships. Uh, and so thank you to all of my sideshow members present and hopefully future. As mentioned every week, I do brand new exclusive shows tomorrow. I'll be doing a sideshow exclusive podcast. And again, on Thursday, try to do at least two of those a week. Occasionally we'll experiment with other, uh, short form series uh, and stuff like Corey did butt fudge Sunday for years. Those were all sideshow exclusive and you can listen to them in the archives. Uh, about a year ago, I did a, a short video series. I think we did, what, 10 or 12 episodes of Uncut. The idea there was uh, there's plenty of videos that I uh, I mean to get to on DV, but for some reason or another, I don't end up playing the stuff. So I, sh- I shared that with you on Uncut. You can go back and, and watch those episodes. So check it out. Superfreaksajah.com. Membership's very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership superfreaksideshow.com The Sideshow's been around for ages, man well over 10 years, so in addition to, uh, you know, thousands of uh, past regular shows there are tons and tons of Sideshow exclusive stuff in the archives as well There are other ways to support the program. We've got that Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. Just another way to help the podcast out. Thank you to all my patrons and sideshow freaks, of course. Uh, Three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from uh, Tennessee here. A Speedwell mother and son are suing the University of Tennessee Medical Center and two contractors after they say a downpour of human waste fell on them while he was in the intensive care unit last year. Do you think he had, like, open sores everywhere? He's a burn victim or something. All that shit came pouring down right into the holes of his wound. Oh, we can only hope.
1: A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my
0: eyes. Yeah, in the eyes. That's good, too. In many ways... This story is is way worse than the bucket of poop because this was like a pipe that burst. It was a waterfall, a torrent of feces. And like hospital shit is probably the worst shit that could fall on you because these people are sick and contagious. It's not clean, pristine poop of a healthy person. Patricia Gibson and Joel Patterson are seeking a jury trial in Knox County Circuit Court and compensatory damages of no more than $1 million and punitive damages of no more than $1 million as well. In addition uh, to UTMC, which is the University of Tennessee Medical Center, Gibson and Patterson named contractor Johnson and Galleon, Inc. and the uh, subcontractor, Dell Air Mechanical Contractors. This was bad, said their attorney, Dale Contrell. Contrell said the sheer volume of wastewater... Meaning poop water Poop and piss water that fell on the pair Amounted to hundreds of gallons Yeah, that's, that's more than a bucket Nurses who went in to help Patterson Who was on a ventilator And intubated Oh no Oh, how great would it be If somehow the shit got into the tube <laughs> Alright, he was on a ventilator and intubated Also got fecal material on them As they tried to shield Patterson the incident happened on May 4th of 2020. But well, I wonder if he was in the ICU because of COVID. Gibson, however, had begun smelling a foul odor in the room several days beforehand. There's something fishy going on. Or shitty. There's something shitty going on. The nurses, however, couldn't find the source of the smell. Trell said it appears a leak had slowly developed where two pipes joined in the ceiling above them. There had previously been remodeling and renovation work in the area. It appears a ceiling point linking the pipes failed on uh, May 4th. Contrell said hundreds of gallons of wastewater fell on the son, the mother, and the nurse. People were covered head to toe, the attorney said. Since Mr. Patterson was on a respirator and intubated, he was not able to avoid the downpour. Yeah, he couldn't just run, flee the scene of the shit crime uh gibson tried to shield her son from the fallout nurses also tried to protect him the plaintiffs alleged negligence on utmc uh, i mean they did warn the staff of the smell i think they're gonna get a payout here the lawsuit filed this spring originally named only the hospital under the name university health systems inc the hospital filed a third-party complaint in june blaming the contractor. Apparently, the contractors did work including plumbing of a drain waste vent line above or in and around the room where the plaintiff's alleged damage occurred. If the hospital is found to be liable in the incident because of what the contractors did, then the hospital argues it should get money from the contractors to cover the judgment. Cantrell said Patterson has since left the hospital. He was admitted in April 2020 for complications of a chronic illness. Well, I'm sure that IV line contaminated with poop, helped clear up whatever the hell he had going on. Only Patterson's room was affected by the wastewater dump. Talk about bad luck. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. A zoo has banned a woman who apparently loves one of its chimps. No, she didn't try fucking it. At least the new story doesn't talk about that aspect of their relationship. But the ape is, like, too distracted with this woman to find interests, you know, sexual or otherwise with the other goddamn monkeys. It is is completely obsessed with this woman. Uh, 80 Timmermans has been left heartbroken by the decision after spending the last four years visiting Cheetah or Chitta, I guess. C-H-I-T-A I I don't know. Chitta, a 38 year old chimpanzee. She visits this thing every week at a zoo in Belgium. Kind of sounds like something's going on there between those two. Bosses at the Antwerp Zoo said the unlikely friendship has caused problems and Chitta now needs to concentrate on socializing with other primates, not horny old humans looking for a little monkey loving. Devastated 80 says she and Cheetah would both be upset if they're not allowed to see each other anymore for their weekly meetings. They usually uh, get together and blow kisses and wave through the glass of the enclosure. I love that animal, and he loves me, she said. I haven't got anything else. Why do they want to take that away? Look, the monkey's not yours, bitch. You're a guest at a zoo. You visit it, you see it through glass, you wave, you blow your kisses. The zoo wants to probably produce uh, new monkeys. They don't have to, like, buy them. And in order for that to happen, shida has got to get busy with some of the Chica monkeys. Bosses said the frequent visits are not good for the chimp on a social level, and said he must be able to get on with the other chimps. How long does this woman visit the monkey for? I mean, if it's just like a a weekly visit and she stops by for a few minutes to, to wave at it and kiss, blow kisses, it's not a big deal. What the hell is that chimp doing the rest of the week? I think maybe the monkey needs to get on some medication. That thing has problems. I, I was looking at this woman. She's old and she's got, like, dyed hair. That, like, brownish red, unnatural color that old ladies like to dye their hair. And I think maybe that's why the monkey likes her. She's got kind of monkey-like hair. The chimp probably thinks it's it's one of them, you know? Quote, an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. It kind of sucks, then, that you've got this monkey stuck at a zoo its whole purpose is to have visitors come gawk at it this this really does sound more like a, a you problem you don't want the monkey to see people i mean you can't put it in a zoo enclosure we want chitta to be a chimpanzee as much as possible outside of visiting hours at the zoo he has to manage 15 hours a day in his group we want to give him the chance to be as happy as possible There's only 24 hours in a day, which means that this monkey is with his group of other primates the majority of the day. I just don't think they like this woman. They're jealous of her, I think. Like, zoo staff is upset that this chimp likes her more than the the zoo staff. According to reports, Chitta grew up as a pet. So it's already, like, uh, attached to humans and was donated to the zoo when he became too big and unmanageable fucking everything right humping everything uh, the zoo said he is not easily adapted to the other chimps and there's been several fights including one where he injured his back in 2008 the zoo reportedly said 80 will not be welcome back to the attraction if she continues to visit Chitta but 80 doesn't understand what she's doing wrong Chitta is 38 and has been used to people from an early age on average chimpanzees live to, a be, uh, live to be about 40 so his behavior isn't going to change now really he's elderly for once i'm on the side of the near dead the near dead whose only friend is a monkey what has happened to me all right final story we have for you today the world's first vagina museum oh i think we've reported on this before uh the world's first vagina museum faces an uncertain future after revealing that its lease will soon end but it has yet to secure a new venue In an effort to raise awareness and support, a spokesman for the... Well, spokespersons, probably a woman. A spokesperson for the Vagina Museum in London posted its plight on Twitter. Museum located at Camden Market has requested the public's help in finding a new venue or, failing that, donations or storage space to keep its displays safe. They've got a plethora of pussy. They need a cunt warehouse. By the way, I suggested to adamandeve.com that they change their name to Cunt Warehouse, or Cunt Wholesalers. They were not receptive. They said, uh, Tim, we don't pay you for your ideas. Just get people buying dildos using promo code FREAK, F-R-E-A-K. 50% off just about any item. Get some free gifts, free shipping. They've got plenty of fake pussies for guys to fuck, you know, rubber, vinyl, or whatever. <laughs> whatever that, that uh, like, uh, fake skin feeling stuff is. It'll make your dick feel real good. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, according to the tweet, we'd prefer not to air our linens in public unless we're showing you how vaginal acidity is normal. Ew. You're trying to get people to uh, donate to your cause. I don't think the words vaginal acidity going to get anyone all juiced up about <laughs> going to the vaginal museum. Whatever. Okay. Uh, We need to say something and we need to ask your help. The pandemic has been rough for the entire museum sector. Now the Vagina uh, Museum is at risk of becoming homeless. Camden Market will not be renewing our lease. They've decided to turn the Vagina Museum's premises into a clothing shop. A later tweet read, We've been trying for the last year to secure new premises as demand for a museum dedicated to vaginas, vulvas, vulvas, and the gynecological anatomy is exceeding physical capacity. What the hell's going on at that museum that they need so much space? I want to see some of these exhibits. We are actively pursuing leads, but we need options if these don't pan out. The museum team added that if no solution is found, the museum won't exist as a physical space at the end of September. Visitors to the Vagina Museum website can now donate to prevent its permanent closure. Sealing that pussy right up. According to a spokesperson, since we first opened our doors in 2019, we've been absolutely blown away by the warm reception we've received. Then went on to say a lot of the same stuff, you know, blaming it on the pandemic. Camden Market said, "Uh, we have offered a new larger location that fits the requirements of this business for a rental fee in line with current expectations. This offer has been declined, however. Uh, We're still happy to negotiate with the team should interest change at all. It sounds like it's just too expensive to stay at Camden Market. Museum of Natural Snatchery needs to find a more affordable option. Damn it, I should have said Snatchsonian. That, that's funnier. Just, just pretend I said that first. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple of voicemails to get the hell out of here. All right, guys, I love to hear from you, and there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com/slash distortedview show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and posting new little cartoons over there, youtube.com/slash distortedview show. I have noticed an uptick in subscriptions, which is great. Keep it coming. Uh, the more you know, subscribers I get, the more I feel motivated. To do crap for you guys. You know how it goes. All right, uh, we've got some callers here. A bunch of voicemails. uh, Plenty from our patrons. Um, It's probably Love Lady Cat Lady like 20 times. Uh, Just a reminder, if you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, uh, you will gain access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Typically, I'm about mm, seven months behind on voicemails. So if you want to hear your calls as soon as possible, uh, pledge five bucks. It's another little perk, I guess.
1: There is always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness. And with that, I would like to congratulate Eddie Earth and Bogwitch on the recent big news in tying the knot.
0: Hey, congratulations, people I don't know.
1: As my grandmother always said, Thank you. And have a nice day. I'm
0: pretty sure he said I had a misshapen head in some jib-jab language. I know you're trying to insult me. Come on you, asshole. All right, uh, next up here.
1: Hi, hey Tim. When I'm sick, I kind of sound like Father Hill. Um, I'd <laughs> fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. I'd fuck myself so fucking hard. I'd have me. I'd do me. I'd rape me. I'd screw me in bed in the back of a car. That's all I just wanted to sing, Sing like Bobby Hill for a minute.
0: Oh, Bobby Hill. I thought she said Buffalo Bill. And that kind of makes sense because she was singing the song from uh, the Silence of the Lambs musical. But what I believe she's saying is she sounds like Bobby Hill from uh, King of the Hill. Okay. Love Lady Cat Lady's not feeling well. Could be pneumonia. Could be an infection in the hole in her mouth. Could be an abscessed hemorrhoid. Do I, do I need to go on? 'Cause there's like twelve thousand other things it might be.
1: Technically good boy here again. Uh regarding that grill you got, that monument grill. Yeah. Um, I actually just got one Uh-oh. about two weeks ago. It has that nice little searing burner on the far left side and has all the burners yeah. and nice little cabinet and all that.
0: Yeah, I think we got the same one.
1: Mine came with a rotisserie thing. Haven't used that yet. Oh, I don't know. But, that. Use it quite a bit. Just gonna say it's actually a really good grill. I oh, haven't had good. any issues with it, and uh, it's metal. It's not so flimsy. It's actually
0: pretty. Yeah. Pretty well, we saw the model. It was, uh, you know, they had a display model at Lowe's or wherever the hell we got pretty it. Damn durable.
1: And then on another note, you are such a lovable idiot, Gil. But that whole rancid semen thing—I believe that a month ago or so, you did that story.
0: Well, we read about rancid semen a lot on the podcast. You did it as a short, not sex-tastic Tuesday thing, but you did it as a quick little Oh, Oh, uh, well, well, it could it, be true. I really remember about the... Uh... hey If you don't remember, you can't blame me for not remembering it. <laughs> Hey, Tim. This message is for you. This is Dave Winston. I'm calling from the
1: Cincinnati Bathhouse just to let you know that your membership is about to expire.
0: Oh, no. I thought I bought a lifetime. I find it funny that I uh, gave out the Distorted View voicemail line as my contact phone number. Fire. It's
1: come up for renewal. So if you could give us a call back at 513-666-4690. That'd be great. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) I hope to see
0: you soon. Bye. I'm not trying to come off as, uh, you know, uh, 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 a queer that's uh, that's better than anyone else or a a, a prude or whatever. But uh, I, I can honestly say that I have never stepped foot in a gay bathhouse. I you know what I would be afraid of the most for some reason is the smell. I just feel like it would smell really weird in there. Uh, For you fancy pants homosexuals that listen to the podcast that uh, do frequent gay bathhouses, give me the uh, sensory scoop. What does it smell like? What does it look like in there? Guessing everything is very, like, dark. I feel like the type of people that uh, tend to go to bathhouses are not uh, the most attractive. I'm sure my listeners who go are. But I'm sure there's, like, a lot of, like, old creepy dudes. And I just feel like the lower the lights, the better. If you do end up having a fucking old dude, it's better to have dim, flattering lighting. I would say, you know what? No lighting at all, just candles like, that flicker. I think that would be probably the best. I don't know. Again, if you go to bathhouses, let me know what it's like in there. Give me your own personal experience. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. TheStoreReview.com is our official website. Voicemail on for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-66. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Those look like they would taste great coming out of my ass. Those do. Spread the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow for the Tuesday show. If and only if you're sideshow members, there's the catch. That's the rub. You wanna hear it? You gotta sign up. Now's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Uh otherwise, I will see you back for the Wednesday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye. Everybody.
1: I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Bramarin. Don't. It's made of horse urine. I'm not kidding. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at Scrob.net.